Live from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee, it's time for day two of the NHL Draft. And a drive, Zegra scores! From rising stars. The Anaheim Ducks are proud to draft from the Peterborough Pete's hockey team, Mason McTavish. One-timer scores! Mason McTavish! To the next generation of talent. With the 10 selection, the Anaheim Ducks select Havel Mintikoff. Spirit. The Anaheim Ducks will add the next pieces to their championship puzzle. NHL draft coverage on DuckStream is presented by Honda and exclusively streaming on TuneIn. Here's Alexis Downey and Ken French. The first selection in the second round of the 2023 draft, 33rd pick overall, belongs to the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim, you're on the clock. Wow, we're and I'm selected Nico Mayadovic from Seattle of the Western League. All right, Nico, welcome. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, listen, first and foremost, pronounce your last name for me. Uh, Mayadovic. Mayadovic. Yeah. Mayadovic. Okay, thank you. I want to make sure we get this right. <laughs> we will never screw that up again. <laughs> so how are you feeling? Awesome. Yeah, it was a dream come true hearing my name called there. It was awesome. Any surprises being the first pick in the second round? Did you hear your name picked that early? Ah, I mean, a little bit, I guess. I was I was hopeful that they'd take me, but um, yeah, now, like I said, when I heard my name called, it was just pure excitement. What do you know about this Anaheim Ducks organization? I, I mean, they, they got some, obviously they're in a rebuild, as, as it's been well documented, but boy, do they have some players that have been making some headlines, that one of them being Trevor Zegers. Yeah, they got some unbelievable talent, and, and they're young too, which is super exciting, and you know, I can't wait to, to join them uh, here at training camp. Through your conversations with Anaheim, what were those like? They, they went really well. You know, I thought throughout the course of the year with uh, scout Bruce Franklin was really good, and then as well as the combine, so I think, um, you know, when I was picked by them, it wasn't much of a surprise. Now, that being said, can you give us kind of an indication for those of us that have been unable to see you play in person, kind of some of your strengths and some of the things that you want to work on here as you start to develop as an angel hockey player? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm a super reliable 200-foot um, power forward. Um, okay. And as I continue to grow and develop and get stronger, you know, I think I want to add some more physicality to my game. I think that would complement, you know, how I play really well at the NHL level. And as far as, you know, your season in Seattle, too, uh, being a part of the Memorial Cup, what was that experience like for you, and how did that help you grow as a player, too? Yeah, it was awesome. Obviously, we had a really good <laughs> roster, so, um, you know, just playing and practicing with that team every day it just made me, you know, I think a stronger player. And then, yeah, obviously winning that championship in the, in the Western League was huge. All right, so we see on the board, right, in the first round, some of the some of the things that guys like to do. I mean, chess was put up there. Somebody put up Legos. I mean, give me some of, some of the hobbies so we get to know you, Nico. Yeah, I think uh, in the summer we have a cabin uh, that's close to our house, so I go out there in the summer and, and surf and, and wakeboard, do all this. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Surf, surfing? Yeah, behind the wake surfing. Wake behind surfing. The yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah. I'm saying, okay, hold on now. <laughs> You're coming to paradise, my friend. Yeah. It's a it, real ocean surfing's a little different. It's a little bit different. Yes. Uh, yes. Right, have you yeah. tried it before? I have when I was super young. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while for sure. I have to give it a go. <laughs> well, Greg Cronin is a big surfer, so yeah, that's right. something that you don't know it know it as well. Yeah. And what do you think about this whole uh, you know hockey in Southern California? A lot of guys from you know although you're up in Seattle, so I mean you're kind of on the West Coast. Yeah, obviously on the West Coast. <laughs> uh, but that being said, what's it going to be like to go to the rink and come out with flip flops and shorts? Yeah, it's going to be uh, <laughs> a little bit different. Obviously, I'm from Prince George, so it's a little bit colder up there. But um, you know, I'm all for it. I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and now that being said, what are your plans now? I mean, I know you're just getting 
getting the schedule, just getting acclimated, all of a sudden you're wearing an Anaheim Ducks jersey. What are the next steps for Nico here as we move forward over the next couple of weeks? Do you know? Uh, yeah, obviously development camp here uh, with the Ducks, which I'm really looking forward to meeting and getting involved in the organization. And yeah. then, yeah, get back home and, and start training, which will, which will be huge for my development, I think. Um, you know, getting stronger and just working on, on more skills, which will help me leading into next season. As far as getting to the draft, do you have any family members here that are uh, with you? And was it difficult to get here? I know some people have had some travel problems. Yeah, no, it was pretty good for us. Uh, we came from Prince George, so it was a bit of a longer fight. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was all right. And, yeah, having my family here was huge. It's just so special to be able to share this moment with them. What's it been like being here in Nashville? Is this the first time you've been here? Yeah, it is. What is this like for, are you 18? Uh, yeah. What's it like for an 18-year-old? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this city is insane, right? I mean, they call it Nash Vegas for a reason. But, I mean, to have all these people, all these prospects converge on this city, what has this experience been like for you? Yeah, it's been awesome. Obviously, <laughs> checking out this city, it's been uh, not something I'm used to, obviously, and, and walking down the streets. And the NHL awards were here, too. Yeah. So there's a, a lot of big people, and it's been a pretty special place here the last week music fan do you like music yeah and uh, so country music all, as well. you like country yeah oh yeah, perfect so awesome yeah this is right up your alley who's your favorite friend? singer yeah. um probably luke combs right now okay yeah that's a popular pick pat, pat yeah. Pretty, pretty also darn. loves luke, luke combs, combs. <laughs> yeah so before we let you go you, you mentioned your your regiment your off-season regiment what are some of the things that you do to get yourself ready um yeah that might be unique from some of the other guys out there yeah i don't know i think you know i like like I said, spending time away from the rink in the offseason is, is huge. Um, like, I like to hone my skills, but I think just taking that mental break is huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of reset for the following season because obviously you want to go as long as you can, and, and just being that mentally stable throughout the course of the year is huge. Okay. And I, as I was talking to you, I apologize looking down. I'm going to do this one more time. Nico Myadovic. Myadovic, yep. There you go. <laughs> Aced Got it. it. Aced it. Uh, Nico, thanks so much, man. We truly Thank appreciate you. it. Thank Welcome you to the Anaheim Ducks family. Oh, but before we let you go, Leo Carlson, do you know Leo? Yeah, yeah, I met him. I actually flew in from the combine with him, so uh, oh, I got, got to meet him for the first time there. Yeah, awesome. Pretty excited to be uh, with him in this organization. Yeah, it should be awesome. He's uh, obviously an unbelievable player, and I can't wait to get going with him. Awesome, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your time. You already got cameras. You got a mic on you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be insane. But thanks for taking the time to spend with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. I really Congratulations. It. All right, buddy. Thank welcome. You. Welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. Excited awesome. to have you. I'm the OHL, Kerry Terrence. Wow, a lot of cheers. Kerry Terrence. And Ducks have selected Kerry Terrence from Erie in the Ontario Hockey League. Can you hear me, Kerry? Yeah, I can hear you. What's awesome. up, man? How are you? I'm great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a breath. Yeah. How are you doing? Like, is this like, what, what's the emotions? Tell me about the emotions right now. Yeah, I mean, um, I knew coming in, it'd be sometime in the second round or early third, and kind of just waiting there with my family, kind of be as calm as I can, and I mean, can't really do anything when you're sitting in the chair, so I just kind of had to wait it out. And no, I'm so glad Anaheim picked me, and I'm so grateful. I kind of have really no words right now to describe it, so <laughs> it's been great. Your words speak volumes. <laughs> I love that enthusiasm. I can't imagine sitting up there. And what's it been like just for two days, sitting in the stands waiting for your name to be called? Yeah, it's it's been crazy. I've been a whirlwind with my family, kind of going through this whole process um, throughout the start of the year. I mean... Um, it's been a big process. Going to the Combine was great. The NHL had a great setup there. The schedules were perfect. And just get to talk to all the teams. And I had a great meeting with Anaheim. Mm -hmm. um, I think it went really well. And I guess it did because uh, <laughs> I have their jersey on now. So, no, I'm really excited. What were those questions like from Anaheim? Anything that was a little bit out of the box at the no, Combine? No, I think 
from what I remember, right, um, it was nothing, nothing too crazy, kind of more of a chill interview. And um, I think that's kind of how all mine were. Um, I didn't really get grilled in any of the combine <laughs> interviews. So, yeah. um, no, it was great. I was pretty chill and just expressed myself and kind of my character. So. So you have a team that you've gone to now, the Anaheim Ducks. It's uh, no secret they're in a rebuild. Yeah. What do you know about this team and some of the players that are on the team that you'll be seeing here very soon? Yeah, we can go down the list. I mean, um, former Erie Otter, Jamie Drysdale. I mean, um, they got a ton of young guys, Zegras. Um, who else is coming in? Leo Carlson. Um, <laughs> what do you know about Leo, by the way? Um, I haven't played against him. Um, he played at the World Juniors. From what I've seen at the World Juniors and kind of what he's been doing over the years, just a big skilled forward i mean um i can't wait to be on the ice with him already he's, he's great and um no I'm, I'm excited to get to play with him and meet him meet yeah. him also <laughs> yeah so. have you met nico Majadvic at all yet um at the com oh sorry the top prospects game okay. i'm pretty sure he was on my team for that mm -hmm. um but no um i haven't really really talked to him much but you know i'm excited um i heard a lot of great things about him and they had a really good run in seattle this year so um no i'm excited to meet both What's this process been like for your family? I mean, we hear stories. It's, it's, it's the family that gets you here, right? The support group. What's it been like for them to sit there on pins and needles and wait for your, your name to be called? Yeah, so um, I come from a small community now, Kozasana on the reservation. Um, it's kind of the border of the U.S. and Canada. Um, yeah, you have dual citizenship. Dual, no, I have status in Canada. Status. Status, status. yes. Okay. So I think I have probably over 50 people here. Um, wow. Kind of coming to support me. and it's been, it's been crazy. There's not really usually... Um, it's not usual that someone comes from a small reservation like that and kind of making the NHL. Like some Brandon Montour, guy who used to play for Anaheim, he's mm -hmm. also Mohawk. Okay. Um, I'm Mohawk, but too bad he got traded. But, yeah. um, <laughs> no, it's been, it's been great. It's been a whirlwind for me. And um, just the support at home through, from everyone, is, it's been crazy. They had um, a big draft party um, at uh, the arena um, at my hometown. So um, I'm, sh I'm sure they're... They're all going crazy right now still, and no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm grateful for all their support. That's truly amazing that you've been able to have so many people here. I mean, for you now, mentally, moving forward now, knowing that you're going to Southern California, what's the next step for you in terms of, okay, now, now you get to development camp and move forward? Yeah, I think it's just sticking to, what, sticking to my, my strengths. Um, go, sh go showcase myself um, at development camp. And, Hopefully, just keep stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. I mean, this is, um, I think everyone knows, kind of getting drafted is the first step to uh, kind of in stepping your way in the door to the NHL. And um, I think that's what I did here tonight. I'm not really thinking about that too much right now, just trying to enjoy it with my family. But, um, you know, hopefully it's, we're going to have a fun time in development camp and, and so on. You know, we got a great group, great, great group of fans as well. And for all the fans listening here at DuckStream, which is uh, our 24-hour uh, streaming network, pretty cool that we're able to do this and yeah. do it live. Awesome. Um, is you kind of give me a couple of things about yourself that we might not know. I mean, we're going to get to know you over the years here as you, uh, you know, play with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, but, you know, we got some stuff out there, people like Legos and chess and all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff. So give me a couple of things about Kerry that uh, we might not know. Yeah, um, I'm always outside. Um, I love to be on the water. I love fishing. I think fishing is kind of my number one. Uh, a lot of wildlife perch. Um, I, like I said, I'm always on the water, either wakeboarding on the sea dews, uh, kind of mm. going on the beach. Um, and if it's not, I'm kind of I'm, I'm doing labor for my dad. Uh, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> it's dad's uh, got you pushing away. Yeah, we, we got a we got a big garden out in our yard, uh, probably two acres, and nothing crazy crazy farm, but um, just kind of. For the community, I mean, we grow like um, just kind of vegetables and stuff, mm. and um, I like to I like to drive the tractors, I like to drive skids here. So I you know I'm always outside. <laughs> um, if I'm not 
And if I'm not doing that, I'm golfing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll fit right in. So yeah. I hear beach. Southern California is right up your alley. Awesome. Yeah, How's that it work? Is. How's that work? How's that no, sound? It's, it's How's that awesome. flip flops and short sound coming out of a <laughs> rink? Awesome. Yeah, like Montour was like, what the heck is this? Yeah, no, it's no, it's gonna be beautiful there. I've been I've been to Cali once, California once in my life. I haven't been to Anaheim, but um, been to California. It's it's great. I mean, <laughs> I think the when I played spring hockey when I was little, it's my favorite part is going in the cold rink and then. You go back outside when it's summer outside, mm -hmm. and you know you get the hot wind air blowing at you. But it's probably gonna always be like that in Anaheim. So yeah, <laughs> awesome man. Well, uh, we can't uh, thank you enough for spending some time with us, man. We were thank so you. happy to have you as part of the Anaheim Ducks family. We got some great uh, people being drafted here today, and uh, I cannot wait to get you guys all together and see what this Ducks team can do. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Congratulations. Absolute pleasure. Thank you yes. for taking the time. Thank man. you. Thank you. Colson Petrie, am I seeing that right? Yeah. Petrie joining us. Hey, so we had, this is Duckstream. We're live right now to uh, actually everywhere. It's yeah. kind of like one of those uh, <laughs> those everywhere networks, right? Like radio. Well, kind not, of. well no. Well, yeah, radio, but it, you can go, we can go everywhere. <laughs> we can go to the world. We're, all, we're around the world. Um, that being said, man, congratulations. Uh, and you got a, the, the common question we're asking, but it's really the, the obvious question. What was it like having your name called and being an Anaheim Duck? I mean, it's pretty surreal. Like, you're with your family and they all talk about getting drafted and like with your friends and like you don't realize how much it means till the moment it happens so when it happened like it's just amazing in your journey to get here what was that like and coming with your family too uh, it's pretty long it's 12 hour car ride so i got pretty uh okay tell me okay <laughs> another car ride another car ride so what happened so take me through this thing i mean this has been nutty for like everybody we talked to uh so we started in toronto and then like four hours to the Detroit border and then from there it was just kind of like a full send stopped <laughs> in Ohio for a bit but then after that Jeez. <laughs> but it was worth it though right I oh mean yeah. obviously uh, coming here and getting this done <laughs> um tell uh, tell us about kind of yourself a little bit and you know uh Colson and uh we're just getting to know you guys and you're just getting to know us but you know some of the things that uh kind of make you tick and that are unique about you off the ice I mean some off of your ice. interests yeah uh so my interests like I guess like most guys, I play a lot of sports. Like I, I love bowling, I love oh. playing darts, like that kind of thing. Um, I'm pretty like laid back, so I like I enjoy doing a lot of things, and I'm kind of just like I'm, I'm there to have a good time, but I'm also competitive. So, yeah. all right, bowling, your highest game. I think it's like a 180. Oh, that's all right. good. All right, and so darts, are you sneaky good? Do you like are you kind of like a Ted Lasso? You just kind of <laughs> show up and you just kind of you you don't talk a big game, but you just you take the money. Honestly, I'm not really sure how good I am. I really like <laughs> play my dad, so. <laughs> That's awesome. No, very, very cool. Okay, well, t tell us about uh, On Ice. What can we expect from uh, Colson Petrie here when uh, we see you in development camp? On Ice, I'm like a, I'm a throwback player. I play the body, but I can also play a lot of offense, and I, in all three zones, I play a responsible game, so you could expect, like, a, yeah, a throwback style. Who is like an that. NHL player that you admire? Uh, right now, I think it's Sam Bennett for me. Like the way okay. he plays, the way he gets in guys' heads. Like good pick. So as far as your time in Flint, too, what are some of the things that you honed in skill-wise that you felt like kind of set you apart and found your way to Anaheim? Now, I think yeah, I think it was my physicality and like I think my goal scoring too. It took a it took another another step when I got to Flint, and they uh, like it's a great hockey town. The community is awesome, so they helped me grow as a person and as a player. What were your conversations like with the Anaheim Ducks, and were you surprised to be called by Anaheim, or after your conversations, were you like, ah, this makes sense? Uh, a little surprised, but, like, I'm just happy to be here, and I'm happy I got drafted by them. 
Uh, I mean, we're happy you're here. What do you think about some of the other picks, including Leo Carlson at number two? Are you familiar with him at all? <laughs> uh, not really. Like, yeah. yeah, no, not really. I'm familiar with Kerry Terrence, like playing okay. against him. Oh, and, yeah, like, okay. Prospects game and whatnot, so he's a good guy, and I think he's a good player. Have you been to California? No. <laughs> so <laughs> what, do you, what do you know about so Southern California, if anything? Uh, not much. <laughs> not much. Do you like the beach, or are you more of like a mountain guy? Uh, I'm kind of a redhead, so I try to, to stay away from the sun. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you and I can hang sense. out. Let me tell sense. you, I, I walk out of the door with sunscreen on. I mean, that's exactly what I do. Um, yeah, that all being said, I, I want to go back really quickly to a throwback. And I like what you said there. And you're not a big guy, right? But so that being said, you feel the need to kind of play with a little bit of an edge that w because of that? Yeah, I love that style of game. And I think, like, as a player, I think I, I excel in that way. So, like, focusing on that every game is what makes me the player I am. Because, you know, Pat Verbeek, your new GM, is a little ball of hate. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Are you aware of that? That's his, that's that was his, that was his uh, nickname when he played. So uh, he certainly gravitates to that style of play. So... Um, all right, well, you got a lot to do here, man. I mean, you just jumped on a headset with us, live with all the Ducks fans and everybody around the world. So we can't thank you enough, Colton, for uh, Colson, for doing this. Um, congratulations. Welcome to the Anaheim Ducks family. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of your congratulations. day in Nashville. Thank you, guys. All right. From Saskatoon, Igor Sidorov. Igor Sidorov. The Ducks have selected Igor Sidorov from Saskatoon in the Western Hockey League. There you go. And That's by the way, pretty good. Here, here he is. is. <laughs> hey, we're Hi, Kent French. How are you? Hi, nice Alexis. You. Welcome. Awesome. Welcome to Ducks. Congratulations. Igor, we're, uh, we're learning about you. <laughs> we're learning on the, on the fly here. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anaheim Ducks uh, uh, franchise. So glad to have you as part of our, our family here. And truly, it is a family. I mean, this is, I, I cannot sit, tell you how excited we are to have you. Um, how excited are you to be here? I'm so excited, <laughs> honestly. I went last year in uh, Montreal draft. And then I thought uh, I will draft by Anaheim, but <gasps> it, it was this year. So I'm really proud of this, and uh, I hope uh, I can play NHL as soon as it's possible. I will do everything for that. Why was Anaheim the team I that you felt? I spoke last year with Anaheim too. So, but this year I'm really proud to put in this jersey, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So how old are you? I'm 19 right now. 19-year-old okay. prospect. Okay. Um, yeah, so that being said, what has this process been like for you? And we, we've, Alexis and I have been talking to all these great guys that have been drafted. I mean, this is something ever since you put on skates, you've been, you've been dreaming about. What is it like to finally put on an NHL jersey? Oh, it's been a lot. It's been my, my family uh, will be really proud of me. And, uh, yeah, I work hard every day. And uh, it was my dream to uh, drafted by NHL. And next step, uh, sign and play NHL, and I will do everything for that. So what is it about your game that makes you stand out? I hear you have quite a sniper of a shot, too. Yeah, I like scoring goals. <laughs> so. yes. We love that. We love scoring goals. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, so is that, what's your mentality? When you are on the ice, is it, are you shoot first? What's, what's your, I what's shoot your mentality? first. Yeah? I want to shoot first, yeah. I want to score goals, but if I needed to pass, I will pass for sure. But that being said, though, too, you take smart shots is what we've been reading about. You don't just throw the puck at the net, right? No, yeah, for sure, no, for sure. I'm, I'm trying to read the play. If I have a shoot lane, I will shoot. If I have a pass lane, I will pass for sure. So. As far as the Ducks roster right now, a lot of young guys as well, too. I mean, how do you think that you'll be able to fit in with that group knowing that, you know, it's a young, nice core? Yeah, for sure. And I have lots of young uh, prospects. 
I think I will put in Stanley Cup in two years. I'm, I I'm really like what I like you're saying. I, like I really think so. Lots of, lots of good prospects, and I was excited to play these guys. So, yeah. What do you know about Leo Carlson? Do you know anything about him? Uh, no, I don't know. I know Pavel Minchikov. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So he's he's from Russia. Yep. I know him a little bit. I went last year in a draft with him, and he was uh, 10 overall. And yeah. I said, good job. <laughs> and it was in my mind, next year I will be I will be putting this jersey. Oh. That is so cool. So have you texted him or been able no, to have yet. communication no, yet yeah. with him? Uh, I think uh, we will spoke with him for sure. All right. Well, tell him you said hello, will you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't good. wait to see. So what's, what's next for you? What are you looking forward to here? Uh, now that you have the jersey on, where's your, where's your focus? We'll go to the camp, and then I will try to do, do everything for be with these guys and then sign contracts as soon as it's possible for me. I will do everything for that. I love it. <laughs> and your family's here with you? No, just by myself oh, with my agent, with my agent and uh, general manager in Saskatoon Blades. Oh, wow. So, yeah. What's it, what's it <laughs> like My, fam home, my family texts me right now, calling me. <laughs> Look at that. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, they're wondering yeah, where you're at. <laughs> uh, my hand's shaking. So Igor, oh. did, Igor just showed us his phone, and he's got, hold on, we got to take a picture of this. Hold on, this is, this is such <laughs> a cool, share I got to take a cool shot here. This is, uh, this is, by the way, this is me trying to work my phone, not quickly here now my hand's starting to shake hold on all right there we go there we go yeah there you go oh wait do it again oh, do it wait press it, it again oh sorry no no, no you're that was okay. my fault it took me like 10 years to be able to get a shot <laughs> um give me a give me something about yourself like uh you know what's uh what's eager sitter off all about like off the ice i'm fine i'm funny guy i want to you you seem like a funny guy yeah i yeah. want to make a joke around and i want to be positive you know i just want to be positive guy do you have any hobbies uh yeah i, I like play soccer Oh, okay. so yeah, and I love soccer, but hockey first, and all this. <laughs> all right, do, do you have a joke? I'm putting you on the spot here. Do You're you really any? putting him on the spot. <laughs> do you have any jokes? No, I don't have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, so as far as NHL players, who's someone that you like to watch? Uh, Zigris. Okay. I love Zigris. Uh, what about his yeah. game? Do you like? Smart and he didn't uh, like he he magic on the ice. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Do Zegers. you like to turn heads like Trevor Zegers? Do you like to play that dynamic style? Yeah, I like play like that, like he's playing. Yeah, I love it. So hopefully I will be next, next Zegers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, are you, are you good? You yes, I, this has been, been so awesome been having awesome. you join us. I love the positivity. Yes. And like, I can feel your energy. <laughs> thank this you is so much. great. So great <laughs> to have you as part of our yeah, uh, Ducks thank family. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. So thank much. you. I'm going to appreciate it. Have a nice oh my day. Gosh, thank you. you as well. Thank you very much. Yeah. Take that headset off before you walk away. Thank you, Igor. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. From Peterborough, Connor Smith. Anaheim selects from Peterborough Pizza, the Ontario Hockey League, Connor Smith. Connor, what's going on, man? Oh, it's a uh, crazy <laughs> feeling. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love the fact, and Alexis and I were just talking about this, it is so cool to talk to you guys right off the draft floor. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like, mean, this is the, the emotions, right? Yeah. This is what you've been dreaming about. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, right before I was picked, my, some of my family went to the washroom to go, like, no. go pee real quick, and then uh, they, they started running back out as soon as they heard me. But <laughs> my, my parents both stayed just in case. But, oh. yeah, no, it was uh, de definitely a great experience, and like, there, there's no words I can describe the feeling right now. Oh, it is yeah. awesome. That's Who so all good. is here with you? Uh, my mom, my dad, my brother, uh, my papa, my cousin, and then close family friends from Nashville. So they're here as well. And then just, uh, I know there's a, a bunch of support back at home in Windsor. 
Uh, I got got text this morning, just wishing me luck and all that. So I'm I'm very grateful for the support I've had. What were the conversations yeah. like with the Sandheim Ducks franchise? And, and when the Ducks called your name, did you see that coming, or was it kind of a surprise for you? Yeah, uh, I, I knew they were quite interested. Uh, my my trainers uh, apparently they they really talked me up to them and. Uh, they said that was a big part as well, but no, it's definitely so exciting to, to go to Anaheim and just that city and uh, just, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the fans are there. Uh, as you can tell, I have no words, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's it. definitely crazy, it. crazy. Uh, I'm crazy excited for this experience. So you have the size, obviously, standing in front of us, 6'5", close to that 6'6". Uh, so what about your game makes you stand out? Yeah, uh, I, I'm a shutdown physical defenseman. Uh, I enjoy shutting down other guys' top lines and just making every guy pay for every inch on the ice. Playing physical, uh, I don't shy away from, from that part of the game. And if the right opportunity comes, I'm not afraid to drop the gloves Ooh. either. Uh, I'm not afraid of, of anybody out there. But uh, one thing I want to work on is my, my offensive game a little bit and just uh, overall be, become a more well-rounded player. But definitely my, my physical and shutdown play is my, is my my attributes. First defenseman taken by the Anaheim Ducks in this draft. Okay. Um, uh, the Ducks do, uh, I, I don't know, what do you know about the Ducks organization? What do you yeah, know about uh, this team? M Mason McTavish, I played with him for a few games uh, last, like my first okay. season in Peterborough. Uh, we, we talked a little bit, not too much though, because he was uh, he was traded out soon, but uh, definitely uh, I know there's a great, great history there and great, great guys there, so uh, I'm definitely going to Send them a text and just see what's up. And, uh, <laughs> I, I know Anaheim's a, a great city, and it's uh, nice and warm there. I like the warm weather, especially being from Canada. I kind of get tired of the cold. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's de definitely nice. Have you been to California? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. No. So, so. <laughs> yeah, closest I've been like out that way is Vegas, uh, and that was because my brother's a professional gamer. He lived out there for a little bit, but oh. uh, yeah, it's the, the closest I've been. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. All right. So yeah. your brother being a professional gamer, how good are you at gaming? <laughs> Not, not, not that great. <laughs> I, I like to think I'm because he plays on, on a on a PC, mouse and keyboard. I play on like an Xbox. And, All right. Uh, I like to think that I'm better uh, with the controller, but as soon as I ask him to play, he kicks my butt every time. <laughs> oh, well, I was gonna tell you the boys, the boys take their games on the road. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so hopefully you can uh, yeah. you can swindle them a little bit. Yeah, I like to hear that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can get some tips from my brother too. <laughs> what are some yeah. other things that you enjoy outside of hockey as well? Yeah. No. Uh, I enjoy going for walks. I'm a big walk guy. And, uh, I love nature. I love just yeah, getting fresh air. Uh, yeah, no, just uh, and Anaheim, obviously, <laughs> definitely a, a hot, hot, uh, hot city there. So uh, I like doing that and just spending time with uh, my family and friends. But uh, yeah, just uh, my, my brother, and my cousins are my closest friends, and just spending every every minute I can with them is uh, means a lot to me. So so yeah. flip flops and shorts coming out of a rink. What's that going to be like? Yeah, it's definitely nice. Uh, I'm, I'm used to a, a hoodie, winter jacket, and two two pants in Peterborough, but uh, it's definitely definitely looking forward to yeah, just flip flops and, and t-shirt and shorts. Uh, so the Anaheim yeah. Ducks have a, a tremendous amount of prospects when it comes defensively as well, and you're going to fit right in with with everything. When when you have when you are with the best, how does that make you better? Yeah, uh, when I was younger, I always found that whenever I played with guys who are older or better than me, I. I, I tend to I tend to do well, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to going to camp and and uh, get, getting started with you guys uh, and doing whatever I can to, to get myself to the next level and uh, playing with guys who are better and older than you. It's uh, definitely an honor and uh, just following in their footsteps and hopefully get to play with them one day. That's awesome. You talk about not being afraid of anything. Is there an NHL player that you kind of model your game after? Yeah. Uh, Especially me, me playing in Peterborough, being number six, Chris Pronger was one of those guys oh. who I really looked up to uh, from a, a young age, and it just so worked out that I, I went to Peterborough. But uh, it was definitely uh, he's one of those guys, just plays physical, 
Uh, plays with the grit, and, uh, a little bit dirty on, uh, like on, on his side, but yeah. uh, I keep my game pretty clean. But just playing, uh, yeah, just a hard nose style of game. I, I, I like to call it 90s style, but uh, yeah, <laughs> 90s de definitely. Style. Has, yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve Brown, can you take a photo of us? Like I said, it's the pronger. Prongs will love this. Yeah, quick, quick yeah pause. That's, <laughs> that's such a great comment. Yeah. He's uh, he's one of my favorites, and of course, is a yeah. big part of the Cup team in 07 with mm -hmm. the Anaheim Ducks. So yeah. that is so so cool. So that being said, though, you mentioned you've been to Vegas. Have you ever been to Nash Vegas? I have. I have. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually exactly two years ago uh, to, to the day. Uh, I was here for a month from June 16th to July 16th uh, during COVID. We were in lockdown and back at home in Windsor. So. I said to my parents, like, I need to get home, or I need to get out of here and go train somewhere because Pete's camp was coming up. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to get out and better my opportunities to make the team, which came down here. And uh, like I said, my, my close family friends, Greg Nace and Christy Nace, uh, and their kid named Dill, uh, they're, they're, they've been great for us, and they hosted me for, for a month down here. And uh, they played a big part in my, my success with hockey and uh, everything that's come to led to, led to this point. Awesome. Well, I cannot thank you enough for uh, being part of this uh, and being welcome to the Anaheim yeah. Ducks. We are fired up to have you as yeah. part of this team, man. And thanks yeah. for stopping by. Oh, uh, thanks so much, Connor. Yeah. Thank you very much. Connor, I'm excited man. too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. All right, man. Well, you got a lot going on. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, go, Steve. And take right. off that headset. Yeah. Get out of here, man. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. John Allers. Yes. You, you can hear me. This is Ken French and uh, Alexis Downey. Well, of course, when I'm going to say my, my last name, you know, you know who I am. How are you? Where where are you guys? Are you in the depths of Tootsies? <laughs> <laughs> we might be. Not yet. Not yet, John. Don't give it away. Uh, no, we're somewhere uh, you, You've been there for three nights. Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it away, Johnny. This is a, uh, it's a different me this year. I'm here with the family, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, I know uh, you're, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just jealous. I know, and uh, we wish you were here with us. Uh, it's certainly been... Uh, uh, a fun couple days here in uh, in Nash Vegas, John Allers. Um, but I wanted to ask you, when you heard uh, Leo Carlson's name called at number two instead of uh, a couple other guys that might have been rumored to be in that spot, what was uh, what were the initial thoughts you had? No surprise for me at all. I uh, initially had people reach out to me uh, after the draft lottery, and you know everyone was foregone conclusions. So you're going to get Fantilli and. My response at the time was, not necessarily. I knew there was interest in Leo Carlson, and I knew that Pat, uh, Pat Verbeek was going to go over and, and watch him at the World Championships. I, I heard he had a good World Championships, and uh, so no surprise for me whatsoever. Have you had a chance to watch much of his play to have, you know, an opinion on what you've seen out of him? You know, I... I in, Full disclosure, I have not. I uh, didn't get a chance to watch the World Championships. Uh, I know you guys know I was working uh, a lot of the playoffs and, and didn't have an opportunity to see that tournament whatsoever. Uh, I know of him. I know of the scouting reports. And, and I knew that, you know, when you look at a six foot three centerman, the Ducks had a lot of success with a guy with that type of a frame for about 17 years that I thought that he would be a player that would appeal to the Duck scouting staff, and, and quite frankly, you know, I've had a lot of people react in the less than 24 hours since he was selected, and my stock response is I trust the Duck scouting staff you know, to a T. They've done a wonderful job for decades now mining talent not only high in the draft but primarily lower in the draft, so 
you know, to me, obviously, Connor Bedard was the big catch. But beyond that, uh, you know, I, I, I trust the Duck scouting staff and look forward to seeing Leo Carlson in the black and orange. Yeah, you know, Johnny uh, Martin Madden, we had a chance to chat with him uh, yesterday morning before the draft. And you know him better than anyone being part of this organization for so long. But uh, he was calm, cool, and collected. And we've had several people stop by here. Uh, and say that, you know what, he does not get enough credit for what he does, the research that he and his staff do, and what the Anaheim Ducks have done historically with this franchise. 11 defensemen drafted uh, and developed by the Ducks that are currently playing in the National Hockey League. Uh, and the Ducks, you know, minor league system right now is, I believe, it's second overall in the NHL. And we talk about the cupboards being full from a defensive standpoint. The first four picks by the Ducks, all forwards. Um, so you can't say enough about what Martin Madden has been able to do uh, over the last several years. You know, he, he may be underrated across the landscape of the National Hockey League, and but I, I, I think the one thing that's most important is the Ducks certainly uh, value him. The fact that he's an assistant general manager after years uh, being in charge of the scouting operation speaks volumes. Uh, I know a couple of years ago there was interest for Martin uh, in potential general managers' positions around the league, and and the Ducks prioritized the fact that they did not want to lose Martin Madden. This guy's, you know, he's been on the ground floor of all those great draft selections that you just mentioned, Kent. Uh, this guy has, you know, he's he found Ricard Raquel with the last pick in the draft some 10, 12 years ago, and you know that those are those are very low first round draft picks where he's getting players that are. You know, that are having stellar careers and playing seven, eight hundred games in the league and scoring a couple hundred goals and what have you. But it's the second, third, fourth, and fifth round picks, guys like Josh Manson, that seemingly come out of nowhere where a lot of people are concerned and become very valuable members of NHL organizations. And, you know, you just, you can go on and on with the list of players that, that he's been able to find, he and his staff. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if he doesn't get enough credit around the rest of the league, that's fine. I know he gets the, the requisite credit that he deserves within the Ducks organization. And you talk about some of those players that he's been able to find. So in today's draft in round number two, the Ducks selected goaltender Damian Clara, who is a six-foot six goalie. Now, he was not here, so we weren't able to speak with him, but a lot of people were kind of surprised that he wasn't the first necessary or one of the earlier goalies taken so the fact that Madden and staff were able to choose him I mean as far as the future for goaltending I mean what do you think about that kind of pick well Alexis no stone unturned with with our crew <laughs> and you know as far as Europe goes obviously the you know they've got they've got their finger on the pulse over there when you look at the number of picks that they've taken in the last couple of years from there. But, you know, where goaltending goes, I, I was just talking to someone last night. I, you know, the Ducks have a great history in goaltending. You go back in my time, and when I first arrived, J.S. Shiger was the guy. And, you know, J.S. was probably the man for five or six years, and along came Jonas Hiller, a player that was undrafted out of Europe that they found over in goaltending camps over there. He came over. People forget about Victor Foss. Victor Foss had a great run for about two seasons with the Ducks, came over from the second division of Sweden and, and filled a gap for quite some time. Along came Frederick Anderson, uh, a guy who went through the draft twice, the Ducks drafting him the second time after he didn't sign with Carolina initially and had to wait two years on him. And, of course, John Gibson, a second-round pick, I think 39th overall, that you know has turned out to be a franchise goaltender for them as well. So, 
so the history and and the lineage of goaltenders and what they've been able to do and find not only as free agents but throughout the draft is I think second to none as well. So I, I'm really interested to see more and hear more about Damian Clara. Johnny, uh, you speak talk about history and uh, a little nostalgic here over the last couple days, and especially for you, I did not realize it, unbeknownst to me, but this is the 20th year anniversary of the 03 draft that happened to take place on this very floor in Nashville where Brian Murray, the late, great Brian Murray, worked some magic, not only got Ryan Getzloff, but Corey Perry in the first round of that draft. I mean, and we just found out, by the way, Corey Perry has been traded to the Blackhawks. I don't want to see him in a Hawks sweater, but I'm sure he'll be great with Connor Bedard. But uh, aside from that, um, what about Brian Murray? You got a chance to work up close with him, and you saw, obviously, Getzey and Perry and what that draft meant. And we kind of looking at this. Alexis and I have been talking about it. This could be another cornerstone draft. I mean, nine picks, six in the first three rounds for this Anaheim Ducks team. The second overall pick, obviously, Leo Carlson. Hopefully, we got some of that mojo that we had 20 years ago on this very draft floor. Yeah, and you mentioned the nostalgia, Frenchie. I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, that draft 20 years ago took place in Nashville. In Nashville on the floor, yes. yes. It's nuts, right? It's, yeah. it's crazy. So, yeah. so if you want to talk about things coming full circle, yeah. I mean, uh, the late, great Brian Murray is how I like to refer to him. He was uh, the first general manager that I had uh, the honor of working under and working with in my time in Anaheim. Just a incredibly inclusive man who who was just liked and loved by everyone and, and did a wonderful job and you know getting those players i'll never forget the trade at the end of the first round where the ducks moved up i think they were in position to pick somewhere around 33rd or 35th but he moved up because he wanted to get Corey perry and and here was a guy that you know you hear so much about these players and oftentimes you hear you know, what they can't do as much as what they can do. And so much about Corey Perry was, well, he was the leading scorer in the OHL, but he doesn't skate that well and this and that. And, well, we all know how that worked out and continues to work out for the great number 10. And, uh, you know, that was that was a watershed moment I'll never forget. You know, obviously there was euphoria of getting off at 19 that they thought was a steal. But then when you added Perry to the mix and the dynamic duo that they became, you know, you can only hope for some sort of magic along those lines again at this draft. But with the sheer volume of players that the Ducks are, are you know, acquiring today in the draft through the first two and three rounds, I mean, those are where the majority of the players come from, the top three rounds of the draft. And the fact that the Ducks have six selections uh, leads you to believe that there's a possibility that perhaps history could repeat itself today. And another thing, speaking of history, is the new jersey that the Ducks unveiled yesterday, the 30th anniversary jersey. Have you had a chance to see it yet? I did get a chance to see it. Um, one of my men's league hockey teammates showed it to me last <laughs> night. Um, I don't, I don't think it's the, uh, it's not the, uh, the true nostalgia eggplant. I think they're calling it plum, are they not? But it's, uh, it's very close to the original colors, and I. I would think that that and the throwback to to one of you know the old shoulder patch would make our fans happy because I know how much they love the nostalgia of the Mighty Ducks original logo and 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 falling back to those those times when uh, you know it was a pretty romantic time in Southern California. Everything was new and and everything was exciting. 
Hey, Johnny, before I let you go, i got to let you know it's kind of a fun moment. Connor Smith uh, came by. He was picked 97th overall, 6'6 six, six, to 10. <laughs> How about that for a stay-at-home defenseman? Uh, and I, we, Alexis asked him who he uh, patterned his game after. He said Chris Pronger. He plays a 90s game plays with an edge and will drop his mitts with anyone. How do you think? How, it would be nice to have another Chris Pronger, wouldn't it, on this team? Well, it sounds like somebody I'm going to like because I, <laughs> I tell people all the time, Chris Pronger might be my favorite duck in the, in my 21 years of the organization. I, I love what he brought on the ice. I love what he brought into the room and the accountability that he brought throughout not only the, the locker room with the, the roster, but also there was an accountability that, you know, was – there was an air of accountability around the entire organization that, uh, you know, held everyone to a very high standard. I, I love Prongs to this day, um, and I know that, you know, he was a player that a lot of people took with a grain of salt, but uh, like I said, might be my all-time favorite. Yeah, he's right up there with mine as well, Johnny. Uh, and thank you very much for spending some time with us. We highly appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the offseason. You don't, you don't really get much of an offseason, though. <laughs> I know you, you called us all the way up into the finals, and now uh, we'll probably see you at training <clears throat> camp very soon. Well, I'm looking forward to that prospect camp, which I think is coming up in just a couple of days. You guys, you guys hang in there and keep grinding it out there in Nashville. <laughs> oh, we will. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, it's a grind, Johnny. It's a Thanks, grind. Uh, all right, Johnny. Thank you, man. John Ollers uh, calling in from Southern California. Oh, it looks like we're getting Greg Wyshynski hopping on Duckstream, making the trip down. So you're on hour what? Uh, uh, nine, so ten? This is hour three of day two, so hour right. seven. So hour seven. Ever, hour seven. How, how has it been from behind us? You guys are hard at work. Uh, <laughs> I got to say that I've, uh, I think the uh, power and internet outages happen in waves starting low and going high. So <laughs> when you guys start freaking out, I know it's time for us to start freaking out. Well, and I've been spending seven hours on one tweet. <laughs> I am not a social media guy, Greg. You're having a tough time here, so uh, trying to trying to make this happen here. Uh, but so, what are your impressions? Uh, let's go back to the first round just for a moment, because it seemed like not there were no trades in day one, and despite yeah, the Ducks coming in maybe unpredictable at number two, but for the most part, the picks fell in the first top ten that we kind of thought was going to happen. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I definitely think there were a little bit of surprises. I mean, I, you know, the Ducks. Obviously, with the Carlson move, that was sort of in the air leading up to the draft. But, sure. you know, there was still always a chance it was going to be Fantilli. And then, obviously, with the Jackets uh, then taking Fantilli, there was a lot of speculation that they might not even do that. They might even end up taking Will Smith there. So Really? Was that speculation? Was that high for Will Smith? a little speculation okay. about it. I, I have a feeling that they couldn't sell the concept of not taking Fantilli if you have the opportunity to. Oh, I totally understand but that. But they loved Smith. I, no, it's, it, it was the first draft I can remember covering where there was definitely more intrigue about the players being selected than trades and things like that. I mean, in the sense that we didn't have any, but also in the sense of just like there was a few spots that went a little bit more different than the mock drafts had. Well, you heard the reaction here in the arena for when Connor Bedard was taken, but did you see the video of Kyle Davidson on the street? I did. We talked to him about it last night Okay. Um, when he did his, his press availability. So give a little bit of background, too, if Ducks fans haven't seen that. So, so um, there was a, a podcast called Penalty Box Radio that was doing man-on-the-street interviews on Broadway here in Nashville. And Kyle Davidson gets out of his hotel room. He's very stressed out. It's the morning of the draft and everything. And he's uh, out in the street early in the morning, T-shirt, hat backwards. And so they, they think he's just a random Blackhawks fan. And they're asking him to do, like, their little quiz 
And um, and at first, he, he told us he didn't want to do it at first because he's Kyle Davidson, he's yeah. general manager. Uh, and then he decided it would be funny if he did do it. And his instincts were correct because it was hilarious where they're asking him to name as many NHL players as he can name in 20 seconds. He names the entirety of the Blackhawks' 2013 Stanley Cup winning roster. <laughs> um, they ask him if he's ever been in Nashville before for a Blackhawks game. He's like once or twice. Uh, they ask him if the uh, NHL fixed the draft for Chicago and... He kind of does a Jim Halpert breaking the fourth wall and saying no, and it's, <laughs> he was really good at it. Um, you know, he's, he's an interesting guy. I mean, he's like 34, and that franchise obviously has some really heavy lifting to do to kind of break with the past and the, the, the black mark that's on that franchise now because of the, the sexual you know, assault uh, uh, um, you know, investigation and stuff. And I feel like Bedard being drafted, Davidson being the GM, and... and the things that he's done since, you know, that report came out have really started the healing process and trying to make that franchise get back to prominence. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with him. I think he's a, he's an interesting guy. Let's stay on that uh, Hawks bandwagon for a moment because you know you talk about teams that are rebuilding, Connor Bedard, but you get, you get a generational player which he has been categorized uh, categorized as, and, and rightfully so. They don't seem to be looking that they're going to have a three-year plan. They've made. Taylor Hall, they've had, you know, well, I'm Corey, Corey Perry, Perry. Granted, who just came on, but these are, are veteran character guys that hopefully can can help Connor get this team to the next level. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, I, I still think that when you've, you've stripped your franchise down to the foundations in an effort to get the first overall pick, and it worked, um, it does take a little bit to get back there. I mean, it took Ovechkin, I think, uh, a couple of years to, to get the Capitals in the playoffs. Same thing with, uh, with Sid, uh, Jack Hughes, it took I think four years before yep. the Devils got back to the playoffs. So it, it does take a little bit when you've gotten so bad to then get good again. But I think what you, you hit the nail on the head in the sense of like, you know, Taylor Hall is a guy who was a roommate for Connor McDavid in Edmonton. He himself has matured. He's a very good character guy in the room. Nick Foligno, one of the best guys in, in hockey. Josh Bailey, same thing. Corey Perry, you know, I mean, Corey Perry. You love him, you love him <laughs> if you have Corey, him. Corey Perry is—he's a competitor, and yeah. and he certainly has a, a multitude of, of experience too. So, assuming they get him signed, he can he can certainly kind of set the tempo for for a lot of the younger players. So, you're right. I, I think that, that that Davidson's done a really good job in trying to build, bring in guys that are going to build a culture that Connor Bedard will be a part of, and then he can kind of learn from that culture. And that's really important. Other young players kind of come in and. They're, 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 you know, given all this they're responsibility. Right off the bat. Right, right off the bat, or also just like tasked with trying to save a franchise on their own. So having a good support system in place around them, I think, is going to be hugely important for him. So as far as day one yesterday, what are, what was your favorite moment during round one? Whether it was <laughs> even something that maybe happened in Nashville since you've been here, I guess, too. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know, th th there's a certain romanticism that comes when you're in a when you're in a, um, a a certain market and they always do a good job of sort of honoring their own so while i'm I'll, I'll be honest i'm not the biggest david Boyle fan i think that like the the ultimate thing he did well was not get fired <laughs> which again as a yeah. general manager sure. that's kind of your job mm -hmm. but but the whole th sort of passing of the torch with him moving on and barry trotz taking over as gm you had pekka Rene here you had you know Shea Weber, like he had all these guys that are really important to the the fabric of this Predators team, and then on top of that, being in the city, you realize how far this market's come too. I mean, mm -hmm. like it is a massive fan base everywhere right. you look as Predator stuff, and and David Poyle and Barry Trotz are very 
important figures in, in the uh, construction of that. So I always, I don't know, it's like cheap heat, like you get a pop from the crowd and everything, but I always love when the, the host city gets a little bit romantic and self-reflective about, about their, their franchise, and I thought that was uh, some lovely moments from the <laughs> first night of this thing. Goaltenders, we've seen four go off the board, am I right? Uh, more it's been now, more than, more than, that, than yes, that, since yes. I lost count after, <laughs> after, after our pick, of course, in uh, Damian Clara. But uh, what do you think about the netminders and, and the interest in netminders here in this particular draft? So Clara is Italian, is that right? He yes. is Italian, like first Italian born. Born yes. in Italy? Yes. That's wild. And he's Crazy, unfortunately right? not here, so we weren't able to six, talk six. to him. Right, size, big guy. Yeah. I'm dying to know how a guy. I mean, I understand what's one level of like, how does a guy get into hockey? But then, how does a guy become a goalie? That's a lot of pasta. Six, six, <laughs> yeah, right? he's probably the carb loading. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, goalies are always a tricky thing because you know they're they're the rare is the occasion that a goalie is taken very high in the draft. Yeah. I mean, it's usually mm -hmm. uh, someone that is considered to be like a super prospect, like your, you know, flurry flurry back in the day or, or whomever. Um, the process of developing goalies has changed so much in the last even decade, wherein you've got teams that are pretty confident that they can find guys and develop them without having to spend a really high draft pick on a goalie. So, you know, there's a very good chance that some of the names we've seen come off the board today are going to be ones that we see playing in the league at some point. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, like, their development arc, the, the, how good a team is in developing them. I mean, the Florida Panthers are good, a good example of, like, they even have a goaltending excellence department now led by Roberto Luongo that it tries to like identify prospects and, and shepherd them through. So you're seeing a lot more of that specialization in coaching and you're seeing a lot more of teams that aren't necessarily looking to spend a high draft pick on goalies but are confident they can find ones later in the draft. Well, as far as day two for you, I mean, now that we get towards the end of it, what are your responsibilities? Oh, man, it gets real fun after the last pick goes off the board because now that all the GMs talk mm -hmm. and, and all these guys talk about what, you know, I, mean, I think one of the, the big topics of conversation will obviously be like what didn't happen, like mm -hmm. how close were you to something happening. I already heard from one GM yesterday who told me that, um, you know, the first round went the way it did because if you went to a team and said, hey, I'd like to trade up, or you went to a team and said, hey, you know, how about your first rounder for this player, they're like, we've got like four guys on our draft board that are still on the board right now. Like we don't want to give up our pick. Mm. So I imagine that's probably going to be what we hear from a lot of these guys, but you never know. And then, and then obviously too, I mean like Saturday being July 1st, unrestricted free agency starting, it's also a chance to really kind of check in with all of these guys and see where their heads are at as far as re-signing their own guys, going out into the market and finding new guys. Um, and, and there's some interesting teams like Winnipeg, for example, is one where they're Probably going to buy out Blake Wheeler. We haven't seen it happen yet. That's going to be a big move for them. Do they trade Connor Hellebuck? Do they trade Mark Shifley? Um, there's a lot of questions for a lot of these teams heading into this weekend. And, and again, like the great thing about the draft is uh, all these guys get in one room and these they have conversations that then lead to more business a week later. Yeah. This is great, and I kind of equate this to the, uh, the Academy Awards because that's when films are made, right? <laughs> we always talk about that when the directors, the actors, every, the producers, everybody's on the floor, right? So everybody yeah. here is discussing, and that's a tremendous point you make, is that these are the deals now are happening. Things are happening yeah. here that we're going to see in the next couple of weeks. You bring up a good point, though. I'm going to kind of stay with this goaltending um, conversation, though. Uh, so from the prospects to the market itself, that should be interesting. And John Gibson has made it aware that he wants a change of scenery as well. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. I is that an intrigue to you, that particular marketplace and where that's going to fall the next couple it, days, weeks? It is, especially because the unrestricted market um, yields some interesting options, but not great options. Um, I think the trade market is is maybe more robust than I, I've yeah. remember seeing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and even with some of the guys coming off the board, I mean, a few months ago, 
we were all thinking that Thatcher Demko could be in, in play for the Canucks. We all thought that UC Soros could be in play for the uh, Predators. Those two guys seem like they aren't going to move. Gibson we know. Hellebuck we know. Um, you know, I think there's a possibility that the, the Boston Bruins maybe shop Linus Olmark a little bit, mm. given that they're going to have to sign Jeremy Swayman and, and maybe go in a different direction, try to save a little bit of money, bit of money on their goaltending. Um, so I think the trade market's going to be robust, and I think there's going to be opportunity there for teams. Uh, and again, we've got some teams that need them. I mean, yes. right. the, yes. the, the, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes don't have a goalie. Uh, you know, well, they have a, a kid signed, but they don't have Freddie Anderson or Auntie Ranta signed. The Kings don't have Corpus Allo signed. Uh, the Devils have a couple goalies, but maybe they want upgrades. So there's there's a few teams out there that are very much in need of some goaltending decisions, and, and they're going to have a couple of options, I think, trade market-wise and free agency-wise. And from what I've heard, actually, at the Carolina Hurricanes table, it sounds like a lot of their conversations have been more about those signings and free agency. So well, I it's talked, definitely on their mind. I <laughs> talked briefly to Tom Dundon, their owner, and, and he said, I, I said, do you expect to be busy this summer? And he's like, I... I, I, we're definitely busy. I have like $15 million in space <laughs> available to me. I'm like, I'm looking to spend it. I'm right. like, you got your eye on a shiny new toy? And he's like, maybe. So we'll see what they do. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're a bit of a wild card. And again, that, they're an interesting team in the sense of they, they look like they finally learned their lesson last summer in that they can, they can win a one nothing or a 2-1 game in the playoffs, but they're struggling to win that 4-3 game. Mm-hmm. And so they went out and traded for Max Pacioretty. He had injury problems. Um, they went out and got Brent Burns. He certainly helped them. I think they know that they need to go out and get some of these um, veteran offensive players that can score goals in the playoffs. And I really thought that uh, Tyler DeFoley, who got traded to the Devils, would have been a really interesting fit for oh, Carolina. Yes. I think he would have been a really good fit for them. But uh, but obviously the Devils uh, anteed up and, and got him for – I mean, they're <laughs> speaking about the Devils. Hey, I, I mean, mean hey, good. speaking of the Devils, <laughs> they're good. They're good. What can I tell you? Well, what do you think well, about well, all their well, nice uh, transition? <laughs> I mean, I, I am. I am. What do you think about that? I am canonically a Devils fan, and, and I, uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to now be in a position where they're talking about the Devils being a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. favorite again. I mean, I, I can see it. I think they're they're certainly loaded in their top six, and they're pretty good in their back end, and they play a, a style of hockey that's very effective. But I, I come back to the idea of. You know, it's Vitek Vanacek and, and Akira Schmid right now in goal, and is that it's been a, it's been a carousel? Over yeah, there is that going to be enough? I don't I don't know. So, but I mean, they're they're certainly set up to, to really make a run for it in the next the next year or two. Well, that's it's awesome. I appreciate your insight and thanks for stopping by. You're Anytime. Busy. Thank You're you, busy. Greg. You got to hey, <laughs> you, you got to go to work. The GMs are going to talk <laughs> in a minute. Oh God, uh, yeah. you another go. ru- another round. Another round. <laughs> <laughs> Thank thanks. you. Appreciate thanks, your time. Thanks, Greg. Pete Blackburn joining us. Pete, what's going on? Not too much. Having fun. Welcome to the booth. We went on the hour for, it seems like 10 hours in a row. Uh, I don't know. Hour seven. Hour seven. It's a grind, huh? Seems like 10. Our uh, internet stopped working earlier, so that was... Power, internet. Oh, the power. That's what it was. That's not yes. important. Yes. You guys are fine. <laughs> we don't need it, Pete. We don't need it at all. Uh, how's this draft been for you? Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I was a little bit disappointed. Day one had zero trades. I mean, We was, were surprised based yeah, on shocked. the talent at the top, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. And I mean, talking and hearing, hearing some GMs talk and saying they tried. They tried, and, and you know, the, it, I heard Danny Briere say he was like, teams like to covet their picks a lot more the closer they get to the pick. Okay. So, you know, they were trying to move up to get Matt Fay. Uh, that's what they, they told me, and uh, they just couldn't do it because a lot of the teams wanted to hold on to those picks. Yeah, so. and it just shows you how good the talent pool was mm-hmm. right. in this particular draft. In, in your experience, is this one of the deepest drafts that we've had in, in some time? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely think so. It's it's quite top-heavy. Like, you yeah. know, the, the first 
first 10 picks are, are awesome. And I had no idea what, was what it was going to look like. And <laughs> that was very exciting, especially coming off last year. Last year, it was, you know, it was nice that Montreal had the, the number one pick and they, they were hosting, but wasn't a lot of buzz in terms of the prospects. And it yeah. was a pretty weak draft class. So nice to kind of switch things up and have a really deep class, at the, especially at the top. Well, with the Ducks getting Leo Carlson, how much of a surprise was that to you? I was shocked. I was really <laughs> shocked. And that's not like that's not besmirching the kind of player he is. He's a really good player. But, I mean, it's always been Bedard and Fantilli and then everybody else. At least that's what I was told. I mean, six months ago we were going into the World Junior Championships talking about whether, Fant whether Fantilli would be number one. And, you know, obviously Bedard had a great WJC and kind of cemented the fact that he was absolutely going to go number one. But the fact that Fantilli was in the conversation – speaks to how good of a player he is. Yep. And mm -hmm. so I was kind of shocked that he didn't go number two. I love the uncertainty because you said, you know, kind of like they say, right? And so we don't know what the scouts are I know. thinking, which is so cool. It's like, it, you know, the, the Ducks table was so calm. It's been, apparently it's been Leo for a little while here. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know that to be fact, but uh, they were the only people here that knew that. That's the hardest thing for me right? when it comes to the draft is like, you don't want to speak in certainties because it's not a certainty. No, like you, right. you, the, the scouting profile is a scouting profile, but these guys are not the players that they're going to be in four or five years. They can completely develop. They can become, they can learn new things. And we've seen that so many times. So I don't like to speak in certainties, especially like I'm not, a, I'm not like a prospects guy, you know, yeah. like that's not like the, the majority of what I do. So like I don't watch these guys as much as a lot of other people do. But, like, I, I, I do my research. I do watch, like, the WJC. I, I'll watch college hockey. Like, so I, I see them. But, again, it's like the, the lack of certainty is, is the hardest thing when it comes to the draft. And knowing that, that, that I feel that way, it's got to be a nightmare for, for the scouts and the GMs who are putting yeah. their jobs online by <laughs> making these picks. <laughs> well, obviously, being a Bruins guy as well, too, what have you thought about their draft? I mean, it's been very uneventful because they don't <laughs> have too many picks. They made their first pick today in the third round, so... Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really interesting summer for the Bruins, but it, I don't as think, they come on the board. Yeah, and <laughs> so I mean the Hall trade, the Felino trade, it's kind of the the cost of doing business with how tight they are up against the cap, and you know that that roster is gonna look very different um, heading into next year. So it's just kind of where they are with the cap, and it's you know inevitable. What are you looking forward to in free agency? We just had a conversation regarding the goaltending market, which is yeah. gonna be very unique this year. Yeah. Probably uh, you know um, more movement. In the goalie, right. uh, in the goalie school, than we've seen. Not even just free agency, like the the trade market for goaltending. It's almost like there's mm -hmm. two separate it's even markets. More. It's yeah, even more so maybe. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of interesting names there, and and teams need goaltending. We know how important it is in this league. So, you know, that's it's a weak free agent class, but I think that uh, you know the most interesting portion of it is the goaltending for sure. As far as Nashville being here, how has the experience been? I, I love Nashville. Like it, it, it's 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 awesome. Obviously, a party city, and so we've had quite a bit of you fun. You look very awake. <laughs> I, I don't know how you look so fresh right now, Pete. I don't know how, how do you. Do I that? didn't want to bring it up, but I. How am, do you do that? I I, I appreciate it, but <laughs> if you could see what was going on inside me right that's now. What, see, I want whatever you're doing, man. I want to drink it because we have that's, our half that's drink. Pretty dark. Cold coffee, cold coffee, and I don't know <laughs> if you've cucumbers on your eyes in the morning or what you're doing. I've done well leading up to this point. This is the first day I feel like it's caught up to me. Where it's like maybe I didn't need those last four beers at Tootsie's last night. 
Well, they might have been on Bill Guerin, so it was You're okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, well, Pete, thanks for joining us, man. We, we truly appreciate the time and the insight, and, and best of luck moving forward. And, and uh, you, yeah, it's going to be busy. We've got GMs talking here another round, and of course, we've got free agency coming up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, always, Pete. Always like talking Get to you guys. Get some rest. I'll try. <laughs> I'll rest. do my best. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Speaking of genuine enthusiasm, uh, <laughs> Ryan gets off. What are you doing? We, it's honestly the best seat in, Why the, are in you, the house. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, we're getsy. Oh, jeez. Good to see you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> are we on already? We're on, we are we're on. on live, guys. Oh, live for the we're people. Live. You know, we had power outage earlier. Did you? Yeah. Yes. It was right before our very first pick of the day. We weren't sure we were going to get on air for in time for it. Oh, well. You made it. Did you oh, make it, it back? We did, yeah. somehow. Good, good. It, it happens. How are you, man? I'm good, buddy. So you, uh, we called you the newest resident in Nashville. Really? One of, one of the, one of the uh, 50 people that move here a day. That's true. <laughs> yes. I was one of them, for yes, sure. Yes, you were. So basically, this guy, Joey Cocktails, who's taking our picture, you, you know? sat next to him on the plane out here with your family on Friday. I sure did. Going I had him hold my cat on you the had, way out. <laughs> you had three cats? You have three cats? Or how three many? Three cats, yeah. Three cats, two dogs. We got rid of the chickens and goats, though. No. Yeah, Wait, we found a moving, nice home for them in Orange County. You're moving to Nashville, and you, and you left the chickens and goats behind? Yeah, we had a fresh start here. <laughs> We're going to start a new farm out here. Of course you are. It's going to be a reality show. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> no chance. So, so let's just talk about that for a minute. What's that move been like for you guys? I know you waited for Ryder and the, and the, the kids to be done with school, so now are you officially a Nashville resident? Yes, sir. Yeah, we moved out on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. We flew out just for the draft and get going now. How do you like it? We're loving it. Yeah? Yeah. We, we spent a lot of time out here last summer, so we kind of knew what Paige's was Because Paige's sister on. lives out here. Correct, and you guys, yeah. Are you guys close to, close to them? Yeah, same community. Proximity? Yeah. So we all, kids all have friends and stuff. They're all doing the sleepovers. I don't even know if they slept at our house yet since we got here. <laughs> wow. So. Already? Yeah. Well, last <laughs> summer they met everybody in right. the community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, people were so great welcoming and everything last year. So they kind of, they got set up pretty good. So you're not unemployed anymore. I'm not unemployed. I can't use that anymore. <laughs> you, got, you got a job. Yeah, I know. No unemployment for Ryan Getzlaff. So, yeah, yeah. It, what is this, player development? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. 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 So you're going to develop players. I got, a, I got quite a, some new title that I don't know what it means, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to help out wherever I, I, I can. Heard, I heard a rumor that Paige got all these, these texts and stuff saying, hey, Ryan, I think you got a job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by the time you got off the plane, you had Yeah, phone my phone started up. blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, does this mean you're not moving? I was like, ah, actually, I just landed here in Nashville. <laughs> well, yeah. it works out well that the prospects you're seeing are going to be a part of that player development. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, I got to meet all the kids that came up to the suite after. And, uh, oh, have you? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, cool. So. You're already working. I'm already working. Can you believe it? What do you think? I know it's weird for you, Fred, to somebody <laughs> work like that when they get a job, but um, uh, it's most most people that get hired, they start. You know, Ryan Getzloff, by the way, did not like our production meetings. The, 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 uh, oh. the one time that Getzy worked uh, with us on uh, Valley Sports, we had a production meeting that I was a half hour late to. Yeah, I <laughs> was uh, early. He was early. And then all we did was talk about what we were going to eat or what we were going to hang out. We didn't talk yeah. about production. No, well, you had all the preparation done already. That was the best part. I need mm. an assistant like you. Yeah, I had a highlighter. That'd I like the great. highlight. I yeah, like the you've highlight. got your highlighter next oh, to you. Oh, he highlights everything. I've uh, got mine too. Uh, <laughs> look at it. See? Look at, but look, okay. at his, yeah, look at his, how worn out it is. Yeah. To, people can't see this that we're talking right now, but yeah. one highlighter looks brand new, <laughs> yeah. and one is completely worn out. It pretty much is brand new. Uh, that's <laughs> good, though. You just got to carry it around. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I do. That's what I do. So, uh, Leo Carlson, what do you think of, uh, about him? Young man that was picked number two overall. Yeah, very nice kid. He 
he uh, he came up after obviously a big strong kid right now, which is great. Um, he's got a good base before we even get going uh, with all the weight training and all that kind of stuff. So, but met his family. Everybody seems really nice, and um, we're looking forward to seeing him at the development camp in a week or so. Yeah. How do you see him growing into his size even more too? Yeah, that's a big. I mean, when like I was saying, when he has that little that base kind of set up already, he's already you know a young man, and uh, you know some of these kids come up and they're they're a little bit small and skinny and much like I was when I was young probably but um, but yeah he seems to have a, a good kind of solid base to, to build off of right now and that was kind of one of the things that we looked at I think. Nostalgia I mean I can't believe this 20 years ago. Can you believe it? 20 this years. Floor. This floor gets you. Yeah we Is were right here. Is it deja vu for you? Is this oh, yeah. weird? Is it? <laughs> it was crazy that first day when I came in and everything was going on it was uh, I definitely had some thoughts back to it. I didn't realize, I, I did not realize it was 20 years ago, mm -hmm. not only that, but on this floor that you and Perrys were taking in the first round. So yeah. can you can you go back and give me some of the memories of, of uh, what these kids have been experiencing right now? I don't remember a lot of it, buddy. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> no, it was good. taking a lot of hits. Yeah, I'm taking a lot of hits, but no, it was great. I mean, this is, uh, it's a... It's a long day, when, especially yesterday, when you're, you're sitting around and some of the kids that didn't go yesterday went today. And um, I know I talked to our first pick there in the second round. Um, he was sitting around all day yesterday, so yeah. mm. um, it was a pretty big relief. I remember. Uh, same for me. I mean, I went. I ended up going 19th, so sitting there for all that yeah. was was a lot. And then you you kind of get picked, and all that goes away, and you just enjoy the moment, enjoy the day. So um, it didn't really matter at what number you get picked. I, I I definitely know that. It's about what you do now. So. Did you see the news today where Corey Perry is heading now? I heard. What's I didn't see that? that news. I just heard it on my walk down here. What do you think about that? I think it's hilarious. It's okay. Can I just tell you that it, it bothers me a little bit. I don't Does mind the, the Dallas and Montreal and the Tampa Bay, but there were yeah. so many battles with, with the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I, you know what? He's, ch he's chasing it around right now. I think, he, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's at a point now where he, uh, he definitely wanted to go somewhere where he gets just comfortable. And obviously the Hawks wanted him. Yeah. Um, do a little of that mentorship too, I'm sure. Hey, what if, uh, yeah, Connor Bedard and, and that yeah. whole thing. Well, how will Perry, you know him better than anybody else, how will he be a mentor to a guy like Connor Bedard? Yeah, well, <laughs> you and I both know he can. He okay, can show him the ropes. Okay, that's for sure. We're live. We're yeah. live here. So no. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. we can show him the ropes. No, uh, <laughs> obviously, Paris knows the game. He's gonna, you know, Paris can go in there and show him how to be a good pro. Paris has been a pro for a long time. That's, uh, you know, he knows how to show up at the rink every morning and go to work and and the work that it takes to put in to be here. So he won't tell him how to do an interview. That's for sure. No, he won't do that. <laughs> A lot of dead airspace, hey, in those interviews, Frenchie? Yeah, those are tough. <laughs> Some of the most challenging times working for this, working for this they like franchise. To test, they like to test God, you. God, especially, and you early on, you weren't the easiest thing. No. I mean, you're good now, I'm though. still not easy. Well, you're getting better, trust okay, me. You're a lot you. more polished. Is it? Yeah, now that you're an employee. Well, and I got to sit with you. Oh. Booth, you know? <laughs> that rounds anybody out. God, that's what I've been told. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into this player development thing a little bit more. What, what have you been told that you're going to be that doing. I'm going to be doing. That you're going to be doing. Um, kind of, honestly, more of a, a mentorship role. Uh, I'm going to go out and see our prospects, um, watch them play, um, you know, be in contact with them and their families a little bit, and basically just do what you know, whatever Jim Johnson <laughs> wants me to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to travel around and help him kind of navigate through the different prospects and um, give a different perspective. I think I get just from a player who just finished playing um, on, what, on what they're going to go through, um, share life stuff that I went through in my yeah. career and all that stuff. So 
Um, kind of excited about it. I think it'll be good. With the prospects that you've been able to meet today, what is something that's kind of stood out about some of them? Um, honestly, you know, they're, they're all just great kids. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, everybody seemed really well-rounded. And, um, and, and it's funny when you, you meet the kids, I meet their families first because all their families come mm -hmm. up there. The kids are all still down. So you can usually judge, uh, get a good judgment on somebody <laughs> based on what their family's like around. And um, it seems like we drafted a lot of good people, which is, uh, which is a great, great start to an uh, NHL career. Yeah, Igor Sidorov was one of the guys here, and, and his family wasn't here. Probably the only prospect his family so. wasn't here. I think his family's still overseas, but he kissed his hat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he was. I mean that. Yeah, he was very excited. That, I talked to him for a while. That enthusiasm, that's what's been cool about you know getting our location here, Getsy, is yeah. is they've been able to walk over right after get that jersey. I mean, I can't imagine yeah. talking to you 20 years ago coming over here. I mean, yeah. can you imagine just that that euphoria that you that you have still because it subsides over a couple of days, but right now you're on an all-time high. Yeah, for sure. And they're just they're so excited. I mean, like I said, it doesn't really matter when you get picked. It's just that you got picked yeah. and you get to experience mm -hmm. this whole thing and. Um, you know, and he seemed to be really thrilled to be where he is. So, one. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say uh, it, it might change the gears a little bit. Go ahead. No, gear it. Gear it. Okay. Changing. Okay. Change the gears. Changing the gears a little bit, but with the organization, we just released the 30th anniversary jersey. Oh, Have you had yes. a chance to see it? Uh, I briefly saw it yesterday. Okay. I was in a box. Oh. And they showed me. Oh, the you box? were in the box too. The, uh, the I was in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you been in that, that box? He I was. Got to go I was French in a box. Really. <laughs> Uh, it didn't go, he didn't yeah. get it. It didn't go over it very didn't well. Go over Jack well. in the box, French in the box. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did the uh, hologram thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I saw the jersey briefly there, um, and yeah, we're excited about it. It's a cool throwback. I was saying Muggsy's not going to be happy. He's got to do all the uh, Muggsy's our yeah. equipment staff, and he's got to do all the purple gear now. So, but it's cool. It's going to be great to see. Uh, obviously, I started in that color, so it'll be good to have it back out there. That's fantastic. And before we let you go, I'm going to go back to our second pick just for a second. And it's really interesting because you hear this Adam Fantilli stuff and, and guys, you know, like the outside noise. But no one knows more than who's sitting at our table, right? Yeah. When it comes to the scouts, they do the interviews, the character interviews, all the analytics stuff. I mean, and also these, they're just prospects still theoretically, right? I mean, they yeah. still got to prove themselves over the next couple of years regardless of where they've been picked. Yeah, listen, it's, I, I mean, this whole process has been kind of eye-opening for me, too, listening to some of the conversations, and I haven't been around that much, but um, the, the amount of work that our scouts and everybody put yeah. into this is, it's crazy. The hours they spend, and, um, and all of it essentially educated guessing on where these kids are going to end up, mm -hmm. and, um, and listen, these kids are all, all, all great prospects that are going to come up, but uh, we thought Leo was uh, the right fit for our team and our culture, what we want to go forward with, and uh, we're excited to have him. All right, Gessie, excited to have you here with us. And uh, welcome to Nashville. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate I, I know, it. I know you like this town. I do like this town, yeah. All right, well, enjoy it. Uh, say hi to the family for us and look forward to seeing you here very soon. Thanks, buddy. All Thanks right. for joining Thank us. You. Enjoy. Ryan Getzloff, uh, new to, <laughs> I don't even know what new he does. New Nashville like, resident. <laughs> Player development. Player development. Player development. There you go. That's what he does. Mentorship. Mentorship. He's a mentor. Ryan gets off. I mean, a what, mentor. what better mentor to have? You, you know? said, yeah, yeah. The ducks. Yeah, organization. Just talk for ten minutes. You don't know what I do. I'm like, great. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. First of all, how are you? Very good. Good. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm doing great. I want to congratulate you on a draft, man. Wow. Thanks. Good stuff. Yep. And the first reaction um, before I get to your number two pick and Leo Carlson. Did this draft kind of come to you the way you planned when you put together your big board? Because no trades were made for the Anaheim Ducks no. in uh, in this round, in this trade, in this two days. Sorry. 
Yeah, we were we were looking at the possibility of coming back uh, into the first round uh, last night, and finally teams just decided to pick, basically. And today, one trade offer made some sense until we got to the pick, and we just decided that uh, we wanted the player more than, uh, than yeah. the opportunity to pick somebody else later. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really happy. Probably the, the most likely scenario when we were planning this out, I don't think we got some huge uh great surprise in the second and third just guys that we had targeted and we're super super happy to have on board now were you surprised overall that there were no trades in that first round yeah for sure uh as i think I, as i told you the other day uh with multiple picks uh concentrated on so few teams i thought teams were gonna try to move around a little bit more but I guess the board fell the way the way it did, and everybody was fine just picking. Okay, Leo Carlson, number two overall. We we heard some oohs and ahs when it came to the crowd, and uh, but that's what Anaheim Ducks hockey does. I mean, and, and you know what we we've talked a lot about uh, you and and everybody, your staff, and how good you guys have been over the years, and the hard work that all these you know mm -hmm. scouting directors and assistant GMs and GMs put in. Um, wh why why Leo Carlson? He's He's so smart on the ice. Every phase of the game, is, uh, his intelligence is elite. Uh, he's really skilled. Uh, he's really competitive. Uh, his capacity to adapt to every level of play this year, you know, he's played at different levels throughout the season, was the best in this draft for me. Uh, so put that with the fact that he's nowhere near uh, physical maturity. I think the the sky's the limit for for Leo. Uh, he's going to be a number one center in this uh, in this league. He's going to lead us to uh, to playoff uh, success for sure. Was it one A one B with him and Fantilli? Was it that? Was it close in 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 your room? Yeah, like as I as I said before the draft, I really do believe there were four elite players in this draft, and th there might turn out to be more than that. Sure. But for sure, the first four were elite. And we debated again, you know, one against the others. But in the room, I think we were all super excited with Leo. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. it, it. Was it was it was rather easy decision. In, oh, in the end, <laughs> I, yes, in the end, yes. Of course, the journey <laughs> yeah. was a long one. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's a process. Yes. Right. Now, one of the things that we noticed today was that Leo was sitting in the stands for the majority of the rounds through this uh, second day of the draft. Does that speak to the character that you saw in him as well, too? Yeah, he's he's a he's a passionate hockey nerd. You know, he, he wanted <laughs> to be here for his for his future teammates. He wanted to see it un, unfold. He was he wanted to take it all in. That's uh, that's the kid he is for sure, and and the leader he'll be in the future for us. And Martin, you guys have been so hard at work. I know you. We want to get you out of here, but by the way, it's raining outside. Oh, I know. I heard <laughs> What's that. What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here in Nashville? Um, can you give me, uh, and this might be a tough question for you, but I'll, let me just start with uh, Damien Clara, the, the Swede, the six, six foot six netminder. Yep. He was, I think, it was the fourth goalie picked off the board. Yep. Were you surprised he was able to fall to you? Look, we we had we had four goalies that we had targeted, and we were going to execute depending on how quickly they were coming off the board. Uh, Damien was the one we thought we had the best chance at, uh, hoping to get him. As, as as late as we could, but we we couldn't wait anymore. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So we jumped on him uh, in the second, and 
really happy with that selection. Now the two picks before him and Nico Majadovic and Kerry Terrence, uh, what about those two guys interested you enough that early in the draft too? Yeah. Nico, uh, even though he's a late 04, he's, uh, he's just starting to mature physically. And over the last two years, his rise uh, on a really good team was, was sharp. Like from a fourth, fourth line player last year, this year he was first power play, second line, 30 goals. Uh, and he was doing it on an elite team in the league. Super mature mentally, a great personality driven goal oriented uh but on the ice he can do it all he can support really good hockey players he, he, he does all the little, little things and I, I think i told you we were gonna we were gonna go with the successful the the type of players we've had success with in the past and, and he's one of, he, he's one of those guys like just a, a good all-around hockey player and martin and we we say this and we, we alluded to it yesterday in these later rounds this is when the gloves come off this is where you guys really make your money, yep. <laughs> you know, trying to find that yep. diamond in the rough, right? Yep. So you, you got the Connor Smith, 97th overall, 6'5", and then, uh, of course, uh, Rodwin Dionizio, another yep. big defenseman. Do you like the fact you're able to get, again, falling into this, you're and Pat Verbeek's kind of that, uh, that big defenseman category that seems like you've been following? Yeah, you know what happened is uh, we did want to concentrate on forwards in this draft. We saw that early, right? right? And right. we we drafted three goal scorers after after Nico. You know, guys who've been really successful scoring uh, in uh, Terrence Petrie and uh, and Igor. Yeah. So at that point, by far the best value on the board for us were the defensemen, okay. and we played around a little bit trying to to get all three they were really close together uh maybe not in that specific order but uh <laughs> we decided to go with the big guy uh, who didn't have many many peers in this draft like connor is one mean big physical <laughs> kid yeah. oh know? yeah and he's very vocal about it mm -hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely he loves to do it uh but he can move the pocket like he's he's no dummy out there he knows how to play the game so since there were so few of those guys uh, uh, on this board, took him first and uh, and let the other ones uh, fall to us a little later. Really happy with that. That's awesome. Well, next up will be development camp for these prospects. Uh, do you have much of a role in that, or is um, now your work you just kind of get to Observer. relax a little bit? Observer. Yes. <laughs> Go in and, and watch and, uh, and, and enjoy them uh, in the weight room and uh, on the ice. So... Well, Martin, if it, play, if, if it plays out like you told me uh, yesterday morning, you get a couple weeks here to, to take a breath and you go back to work again, right? Absolutely. So Alinka Tournament U18 is uh, first look. That starts July 31st. So right. there's a few a few other camps before that too. So <laughs> All right. we'll be hard at work. Get some rest. Congratulations on Thank a successful you. draft. And thanks Thank for you. taking the time. Thank you and so being, much. Being Thank so you very accessible much. to us. We truly appreciate that. Thank Anytime. you. Anytime. My right. pleasure. Martin Madden, Assistant General Manager for uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, that, uh, we're going to wrap things up, I think. Yes. What wrap a way it up. To, what a way to, <laughs> thank you. What a way to put a uh, little exclamation point there on the end of a, a big two days for the Anaheim Ducks. Nine draft picks for the Anaheim Ducks in this 2023 NHL draft. Eight today. Our one guy yesterday in Leo Carlson. So overall, five forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie were taken by the Ducks. As Martin Madden just shared with us, really focusing on those forwards early. And it makes sense because of the depth that we have at defensemen in the Ducks organization already.
All right. Uh, what a two days it's been. I mean, I, I can't imagine us saying any more really about anybody <laughs> because I think we've had enough time to, to kind of dive into all of our prospects. Thank you to, to all the prospects that have made their way up here, all the beat writers, reporters, uh, you know, everybody that's really had a chance to, to say something on our air and uh, give us their time, which has been uh, truly appreciative. And um, it's been a lot of fun. And as you mentioned, uh, boy, this has been a great ride. And thanks for uh, coming along with me, Alexis. Thanks for letting me sit next to you and doing oh. this. So I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for joining that. me. It's yes, been so much this fun. Has been a this lot has of been fun. awesome. And yeah. thank you to all the Ducks fans who have listened and anyone wherever you're at. It's been so fun to be able to bring this to you live from Nashville. So thank you again. And like I mentioned, if you missed any of our interviews, you can catch them on demand as well. Now it's time to sign off from Nashville, Music yep. City the 2023 NHL Draft. Thank you for listening to it here on DuckStream. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on DuckStream.